Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Priority Pursuit. I'm your host, Victoria Rayburn, and today's episode is going to be a little off the cuff and very unscripted, but in a long story short, I just attended WPPI, which is a photography conference in Vegas, and had the opportunity to learn a lot, but there is just one thing that keeps rattling around in my brain, and I can't help sharing it with you. If you are a photographer, there's a good chance that you've heard of Ben Hartley. If you are not familiar with him, highly recommend checking out his podcast, checking out his resources. He's just phenomenal and does an incredible job of bringing both tactical and mindsets. I might not be saying that right, but he looks at things from both a tactical standpoint and a mindset standpoint. And so just everything he has to share is gold. But anyway, I had the opportunity to attend his lecture And I mean, there were so many things from this lecture that stood out to me, but what stood out most to me was the fact that Ben encouraged everyone in the room to have high standards, but low expectations. And in this very short and sweet podcast episode, I want to just kind of break down what that means and why it was so powerful to me and why I think you should consider doing the same. Hey there, I'm Victoria Rayburn, a wedding photographer, small business owner, and marketing expert who doesn't believe work-life balance exists. I, probably like you, love both my family and my business, and for years I thought that if I worked hard and implemented enough self-help tips and tricks, every facet of my life and business would fall into place, leaving me feeling rested and satisfied. And well, friend, that has yet to happen because life and business are demanding and every season brings new challenges. While I don't believe we can reach true work-life balance, I do believe there's power in determining your priorities, both in your personal life and in your business, and making choices and creating systems based around what's most important to you and what's going to lead to results. When it comes to your priorities in your personal life, I want to help you remember what's most important to you and show you how you can protect these priorities by setting boundaries and putting time on your calendar for what matters most. When it comes to your business, I want to help you determine what's already working well for you and help you implement proven marketing and business strategies. This way, you can prioritize the tactics that work, ditch the ones that don't, and feel confident in your ability to run your business, meet your goals, and serve your customers. Relationships, effective marketing strategies, setting boundaries, delegating, creating an incredible client experience, and keeping your priorities at the core of everything you do are exactly what you, experts, and I will be discussing every week. Now, whether you're walking your dog, you're driving to a shooter job, or you're snuggled up on the couch with a glass of wine, get ready to grow, learn, and assess your priorities. You're listening to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. Okay, so what does it mean to have high standards and low expectations? Well, let's start here. So I don't know about you, but sometimes I personally feel this way. And I know that photographers that I've coached also feel this way because this is something that they often express. But a lot of times as small business owners, as creative entrepreneurs, we get really caught up in what end results look like. We get really caught up in comparison when we're looking at other people in our industry to see how many bookings they're having or maybe, you know, another photography example, we have this tendency to get upset when clients arrive to their shoots, like not dressed how you wanted them to, not dressed in a way that matches your brand. And so just as creative entrepreneurs as a whole, it can be really easy to get frustrated with a lot of things, especially regarding the end result. And this is often a result of high expectations. 
We want our business to be five steps ahead of where it actually is, but that does not happen overnight. And so rather than getting caught up in these things, what Ben recommends doing is having high standards, but low expectations. And by high standards, he means that in your work, you should be putting your best foot forward. And those high expectations will come as a result But when you have low expectations, and not that this is a pessimistic outlook by any means, but when you have low expectations, you're able to be in any situation. And you know, when it's better than what you expected, you're able to just appreciate it more. So for instance, with high standards, you know, example we talked about earlier was simply the fact that, you know, sometimes photographers have a tendency to get frustrated when their clients show up not dressed for their shoot, how the photographer wants them to be dressed. Well, guys, maybe your expectations are just unrealistic based on what you have provided your clients in the first place. So instead of getting frustrated, Ben would encourage you to have a mindset switch and raise the standards for yourself. So in this situation, that might mean, you know, creating a style guide for your families and giving them, you know, examples of exactly what to wear and why to wear it. And depending on your business, on your resources, on your funds, and just on the standards that you are personally setting for your business, you can put together a style guide in a few different ways. For instance, putting together a style guide for your families can be as simple as crafting an email and creating a Pinterest board that includes photo inspiration of what to wear for family photos. This way, whenever you book a new client, all you have to do is send them over that email with a link to their Pinterest board, and they will be able to see exactly what you would like them to wear or what you recommend wearing. It's not its not all about you, just for the record, but what you recommend wearing, and your email can explain why you recommend wearing those colors, why you recommend wearing those silhouettes. And this is essentially a free way to get your clients important information. Chances are they are already stressed about what to wear for family photos. And so just the simple email and the Pinterest board is going to help them immensely. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you know, you could have really high standards for this. And again, just depends on where you are in your business right now. But maybe rather than just doing an email and a Pinterest board, like you want to put together a branded style guide, a branded personal style guide for your clients. And so as a result, maybe you hire a designer to craft this for you. And there are templates out there. Don't get me wrong. Like Amy and Jordan Demos, for instance, photographers, if you do want some style guides, they do a really great job. And that's a really, really great place to start. But you know, you're designing something custom. So whether you're like working from a template or you hire a designer specifically to help you, you are just leveling it up a notch by making sure that it is true to your brand. Now, when you go to put together, you know, this PDF document, maybe you already have photos to include in this. But if you don't and you want to, you know, raise your standards pretty quickly, what you might consider doing is organizing a day of mini shoots where you shoot families for a free or discounted price. But this is in exchange for them wearing or purchasing the clothing that you want them to wear. So that way you can build up your content for this style guide. So then now every time somebody books, you're able to send them over this custom style guide. 
And regardless of whether you go with like the easy version we just discussed or the more advanced option we just discussed, the chances of them arriving to their session dressed in a way that reflects your brand is much more likely because you have set them up for success and given them the resources they need. We're going to take a quick break because I can't help telling our photographer friends about something that saved me hours upon hours of work and given me freedom. Photographers, have you considered outsourcing your editing? Now, I know what you're going to say. I can't outsource my editing. An editor won't be able to match my style. But friend, I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I've been working with photographers edit for years and their team of experienced editors match my editing style perfectly because one, they took the time to get familiar with my preferences and brand. Two, they look at the sample edits I include in each Lightroom catalog. And three, they allow me to submit feedback after every project so that next time things are even better. Outsourcing my editing to Photographer's Edit has drastically streamlined my workflow. I mean, after I shoot a wedding or session, I simply call the images and mark the photos I want to blog using Photo Mechanic. Then I create a Lightroom catalog and only edit the photos I plan to blog and share on social media. I add a green label to the photos I edit, share the catalog with Photographer's Edit, and they use the photos I mark in green as samples to finish editing the remaining images. From there, Photographer's Edit sends the catalog back to me within a few days. I review the images, export them, and share my clients' galleries with them. Outsourcing my editing has given me the freedom to spend more time with Zach, go to bed at a reasonable time, better serve my clients, and work on projects I'm actually excited about, like this podcast. Right now, editing is likely taking up most of your time, but I can tell you from experience that it doesn't have to. To receive 50% off your first order from Photographer's Edit, go to victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or simply use code VRayburn at checkout. Again, that's victoriarayburnphotography.com PE or use code VRayburn at checkout. Now, I know this is a relationship example, but I do think that applies to just client communication as a whole too. But more often than not, within marriage especially, and Zach and I can attest to this, but unmet expectations are more often than not a result of a failure to communicate, a failure to communicate these expectations. So if you are not communicating well with your clients, then chances are your expectations are just too high and it's nothing that they've done. They just don't, they just don't know. Picking outfits for family photos is really stressful. So rather than being frustrated by the end result, you want to have high standards for your communication process, for your role in this process and do something such as create a style guide to help set your clients up for success. Now, this is just one example but chances are there are a lot of areas in your business that you can set high standards for yourself. So for instance, a couple easy ways to set high standards, which will, you know, ultimately likely lead to a better client experience, which will lead to more bookings, which will lead to the business that you really want to have. And, you know, just all the things, but easy things, answering emails within 24 hours of receiving them. So your clients know that you were there and you actually care for them. Something else you could do would just be to develop helpful content, become known as an expert in your field. And when you develop helpful content, your current clients, your future clients, anybody just out there will be so thankful to have your resources. And when they see you as an expert in your field, they will be more likely to you know, respect your work, want to work with you and just all the things. 
Another great way to make sure that you're setting high standards for yourself is to meet the deadlines that you tell your clients you're going to meet, or better yet, deliver ahead of schedule. Everybody's business looks a little bit different, and the beautiful thing about owning your own business is you get to decide what it looks like. However, I do think there is a lot of power in setting high standards for yourself. Because when you put the work in and you are doing good work, those high expectations that you once had and just couldn't seem to reach, they're going to be so much more achievable. We all want our businesses to be five steps ahead of where they are right now. But rather than getting caught up in what the future could look like, I want to encourage you, you know, like Ben wants to encourage you, to be clear, this is entirely his idea and I just keep thinking about it, so I want to share it with you. But Ben wants to encourage you to think about the work that you are currently doing. All you have to do is swipe left or right. It's really easy and even kind of fun. You might think I'm talking about a dating app, but I'm actually talking about my bookkeeping app. QuickBooks Self-Employed. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it connects to my bank and PayPal accounts and keeps track of all of my business expenses and income. And it even automatically clocks my mileage, making it easy to write off my miles come tax season. Basically, QuickBooks Self-Employed keeps track of everything I need to file my business taxes, and all I have to do is swipe left or right to organize items into their correct categories. Then, when it's time to pay quarterly and annual taxes, my accountant simply opens my account and pulls everything she needs. I don't have to do a thing. If you handle your own taxes, QuickBooks Self-Employed also connects to TurboTax and other leading DIY tax programs, making it easy to file your business taxes on your own. I love QuickBooks Self-Employed because it allows me to feel confident going into tax season because I know nothing has been missed. If you'd like to make bookkeeping as easy as swiping left or right and save 30% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks. Again, visit victoriarayburnphotography.com slash QuickBooks to receive 50% off your first six months of QuickBooks Self-Employed and to feel confident in your bookkeeping system. So as this podcast episode wraps up, I want to encourage you to sit down and write down the expectations you have for your business. Write down the expectations that you have for yourself. Another idea that Ben throws out there, you know, is that when we work for somebody else, like even if it's at a fast food place, like we show up on time, we do the thing, we do our job. But for whatever reason, when we work for ourselves, it's easy to let those standards go. It's easy to not meet those expectations. But friend, you and you alone have the power to get your business where you want it to go. And I, and again, Ben, can more or less promise you that when you are putting your best foot forward, when you are doing the work, when you have a service-based heart that is most concerned with giving your clients your best work, you will see big results. On top of that, when you keep your expectations low, you, and again, this is not to be pessimistic whatsoever, but when you keep your expectations low, you are setting yourself up to be able to celebrate every victory. I love that during this lecture, Ben actually pointed out, you know, maybe somebody contacts you about your services, but they don't book you. It's really easy to feel defeated about that. However, Ben argued that a better mindset would be to simply be thankful for the inquiry. Be thankful that, you know, your website, your work was good enough that somebody took the time to inquire and let you show up in their inbox. 
Again, I think Ben Hartley is a genius. I will post the link to his podcast and a few other resources in the show notes for you to check out if you're not listening to him already. And even if you're not a photographer, still, man is a genius. And I highly encourage you to check out his podcast, which is called The Six Figure Photography Podcast. I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Priority Pursuit Podcast. For access to all the links and resources mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes or go to PriorityPursuit.com. To ask questions, share your wins, and connect with other priority-focused creative entrepreneurs, join the Priority Pursuit Podcast community on Facebook. Or don't hesitate to shoot me a DM on Instagram. You can find me at Victoria L. Rayburn. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. This will help get Priority Pursuit in front of other creative entrepreneurs wanting to lead priority-focused lives. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm already looking forward to chatting with you again next week.